Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. If we looked at mindfulness as a tool, just like a magnifying glass turned within ourselves and not placing judgment, we can use mindfulness anywhere. Welcome to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. This is Eartha, and thank you for coming back and joining me on our discussion of the tools of mindfulness. Transition Awareness Breathing is based on evidence-based practice of mindfulness stress reduction practices. And so in the community of, of other mindfulness environments, it is seen as a secular practice. And that's okay because the goal is to reduce stress, reduce blood pressure, increase focus. This tool of mindfulness is used in other environments. And so in an environment of spirituality, there's mention of mindfulness. So let's explore a little bit this this time together about mindfulness in the spiritual context. What does it mean to be mindful in prayer? And maybe that's not your belief system. But maybe there's a belief where there is a higher power and one's goal is to become one with the higher power, to be mindful and to to kind of coordinate the energy. with our environment. What does that mean? Well, the mindfulness part, I think we have to kind of build a connection of what does that mindfulness part mean? And I think the gap will be closed and then the bridge will be built or we can answer that question. May I invite you to be open to realizing the power of our words and the power of our thoughts and accepting we do have control over a lot of our thoughts and a lot of our words in the spiritual context of 
major religions is focused on focusing thoughts and focusing words to the good. To recognize that the mindfulness magnifying glass is focusing on our feelings and our emotions, the the true us that we know who we are and to be able to come to a place where if we have to make a decision, if we're between two paths, the part of us, our feelings, our emotions, the senses of, of how, the sensations of how our environment is leading us to make decisions. When we can grow our awareness and our focus, we can engage and in, in, in calm ourselves with our breath and bring our thoughts to calmness so that our decisions can be strategic and calm and peaceful. We can recognize our fears and our anxieties and decipher that is it fact or is it a fallacy and to focus on the facts and not fall in to fears that are not real and if they are real that we can do something to help ourselves so I would like to use this analogy in describing mindfulness in my interpretation I, I think of mindfulness as like a magnifying glass and turning it to myself is a magnifying glass that I turn to myself paying attention and focusing on my feelings my emotions how I'm responding to my environment and that includes responding to the negative as well as the positive responses in my environment realizing that I have no control over the environment I do have control over myself my thoughts and how I respond to my environment now how I respond may influence my environment my motivation is to see through the space what does that mean <laughs> okay so if you have a piece of paper and you have print written on the piece of paper the the eyes focus on the print take my glasses off for a second and 
and realizing that there is space between the black text, the black letters that's written on the piece of paper. And so with the mindfulness tool, I'm looking at the space in between the text. and what it means to me, what that space means to me. So it's, it's more than just reading the text. It's looking at the pauses of the text, the inflections of maybe some of the words as I read the text. And then what's the style of the author as I'm reading the text? So it's mindfulness as I'm paying attention to more than just a printed text. The same as if I'm using this analogy as a magnifying glass, looking it at myself, paying attention to my words and my thoughts. Mindfulness is often associated with uh, meditation. I think they go hand in hand. I think using mindfulness in meditation makes the two practices uh, complement each other. And let me explain. Many times when we talk about emotions, we express um, what we're feeling in our hearts. Feeling in our hearts. A heart feels. How's the heart feel? If someone's having a heart attack, but we're really not speaking about kind of feeling. When we're having strong emotions, whether positive or negative, oftentimes the heart responds. If it's excited, it increases. If, if there's a situation where there's hurt and pain. There's actually a physical hurt that it seems to be associated with the heart. You make my heart happy. The feeling of happiness. My heart just feels so much gratitude. You know, it's almost like an unspoken uh, communication. As a nurse, and during my practice, I helped many people, different people, children, adults, work through pain, physical pain and emotional pain. And during that 
time, especially if they've had surgery, the focus is all on the pain, the stiffness, the immobility, the altered uh, life that occurs with pain and the source of pain. And so as as nurses, you know, when we help our patients in the recovery process, we acknowledge their pain. It's good practice to acknowledge that patient's pain, whether it's emotional or physical, because that's what they have to move through. And to tell someone, oh, you're not having any pain, is, is not therapeutic at all. Whether I have a bad day or whether personally or if I'm having a good day, that patient is in need of help to get through their pain. And so the focus is all on the patient and moving that patient through the pain and following different therapeutic uh, strategies. And one of the strategies is to help the patient realize that each day, each moment, that they're working through their pain, let's focus in on the progress. Okay, the pain, you had surgery, you're moving, it hurts. Look how much more you're moving today, right now, than you were moving this morning. And so those, those fine threads of encouragement helps a patient focus on the, the improvements that they're, move, that they're making. We're helping the patient focus in on, our, on their breath. Don't hold your breath. Breathe. And so I think that's a small practice of mindfulness right there. It's a beginning, a very beginning uh, part of mindfulness. It's not meditation. (laughs) Uh, It's certainly mindfulness. And maybe after they recover and they have achieved the level of fitness and wellness, maybe they're meditating, taking time and reflecting on how much they have progressed in using mindfulness skills and meditation and then moving that practice in that patient's spiritual realm. A very popular uh, psalm that I love is may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart Uh, the meditation of my heart the thoughts of my heart meaning that the 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 words of my mouth are they different is there a discrepancy between what's going on that's coming out of my mouth and comparing that to the emotions and the thoughts of my heart.
heart. I think that's breaking it down to be very, very real, not hiding, to be open, to be vulnerable. And it's a, pro a process. It is a uh, a step because once one step is achieved, there's another step. It's just like as I described earlier in my uh, practice in running when I joined the the Navy. Uh, I could tell you the words of my mouth <laughs> were negative, and the, the the thoughts of my heart were also negative. So. But I had to overcome that. I had to change. So the desire to be better, to do better, has to come within the mind, the thoughts, the determination. And then lining that up, I'm talking from my personal uh, experience and my personal views, is lining that up with, with my spiritual practices, my very religious uh, beliefs and values, which may be different from other people. And that's okay. It's okay. When we can recognize our differences and be respectful of our differences, we can blend our differences into a new world. Thank you for joining me, and I look forward to talking to you again next time. Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world. It's available now at Amazon.com.